So here is the question that keeps all the MLMers up at night. How do you grow your downline without spending tons of time prospecting and attending all the home meetings and hotel meetings? How to recruit ambitious people without bugging your family and friends? In this podcast, we will dive into these questions to find out the real solution to make your MLM business successful in the 21st century. My name is Jolly Kelm. Welcome to MLM Movement Radio. So today we're going to cover um, basically a couple of stories that really inspire me to be a better storyteller as well as the actual formula, the, the actual structure of how to construct to put your pieces together to build that story that would sell, that would actually resonate with your, with your prospects, that they will kind of reach out and get interested in what you have to say, okay? And this training should probably take about 20 minutes or so, so um, please, if, if you're doing something right now, um, I really recommend you paying you know, as much attention as possible in what I have to say about this because I know that this will be super beneficial for you. So, and if you can't watch it right now, make sure you come back and revisit this or, you know, if you want to know more about it, make sure you comment down below. I'll answer the questions um, tomorrow, right? So I will continue and actually start the training right now. So storytelling. I want to really start off with a story that I've heard about a few months ago. Have you guys heard about the movie The Greatest Showman? Um, it was, I think it was Hugh Jackman that who did it, and it was actually a pretty amazing movie. But putting that movie aside, um, the story itself is actually really intriguing because um, P.D. Barnum the guy, the, the greatest showman, is actually a great marketer back in the 1800s, a long time ago. So there's a lot of stories that what he did was that he was actually one of the first or the second millionaire in the US. And back then, a million dollars means a lot. So he was able to really market his services, market his events to a point where it would really move the whole city, the whole nation. So I want to start off with a story that he, um, of him how to actually get his museum really um, to a place where everyone visited. It got covered by many, many news reporters in just one day, okay? So back in the days, one day he woke up and, and one day that he got delivered this little parcel. So that parcel was actually something that was claimed to be a Fiji mermaid. And whoever sees this Fiji mermaid will realize that it doesn't even look anything like a mermaid. It's probably a monkey attached or stitch onto with a fishtail. So if you want, go and Google Fiji mermaid and you see how ugly that thing is and you, you will know that exactly what I'm talking about right there is that it does not look anything that is natural. So what P.T. Barnum used and leveraged was that he went out there and he went to different naturalists asking people to really certify this Fiji um, this Fiji mermaid to be a real thing, right? And a lot of you, if you go to a naturalist, they'll he continue to get knocked back. 
So they continue to tell him that how bad, um, how unreal it was to have a Fiji mermaid. No one wanted to certify that. But what did he actually do? He went out there, he went to the first naturalist, and the first naturalist said no. He then he went to the second naturalist who was less qualified, and the next person said no, and then he went to the third person who was even less qualified, who would say no, and then towards the end, he would go out there and he would go to a complete newbie of a naturalist who would then, hey Patrick, so who would actually go out there and certify this Fiji mermaid to be a real thing. And with that piece of information, with that piece of certificates, instead of going out there and place his, so he back, back then he had a museum. So his intention was to place that Fiji mermaid in his museum for people to visit. But what did he do? Once he got certified, what he did was he hired out his partner to be a doctor. And he went and took the Fiji mermaid, stay at this hotel. And he know exactly what he's doing because the hotel owner knew a many 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 editors okay so he went out there and then he started spreading rumors about how he was delivered a Fiji mermaid this is something that is gonna be incredible no one knows what it looks like and what happened is that when he went to the hotel with this doctor with the Fiji mermaid the doctor the pretend doctor went out there and told the owner that as a thank you I'm gonna let you see this Fiji mermaid that everyone's been talking about. This rumor that everyone is talking about. Like, I'm gonna show it to you. And as a thank you, I'm gonna let you bring your friends along with you to see this Fiji mermaid. So what do you think the hotel owner actually did? He went and, you know, invited all of his editor friends, right? And the rumors continue to spread, right? And while he had his hotel owner friend there, as well as a bunch of editors there, he announced that this Fiji mermaid is going to be exhibited in a certain time, right? And the whole city started going crazy for this Fiji mermaid, okay? So what was the next step? No, P.T. Barnum just didn't, didn't really just stop there. He could have just stopped there and get people come into his um, his museum at this time and this date. But what he did was he went out there and he told one publisher that they were going to get an exclusive of this news, right? And he went out there and he did that to every single one of that those news reporters, every single one of them. And by the end of it, he's told every single news agency that they're gonna have an exclusive to this story, to this event that's happening. And obviously everyone found out that he told everyone that they could have exclusive for this, right? So what happened was that because no one wanted to be left out, everyone did a cover for this piece of news. So it spread you know, across the city as well as outside of the city throughout the whole state. So on that one, the, that day that he opened his museum for people to come in to visit this Fiji mermaid, thousands and thousands of people, not even just from, from town, from where he was, 
but from different cities across the state to come and visit this Fiji mermaid. And just think about this for a second. Think about how from where he was right there, having a piece of something that doesn't really mean much to him, that was completely just fake. And I'm not saying don't go out there and pretend to be doctors or you know certify random things, but I'm saying that using that piece of information, using something, an object that didn't really mean much to anyone, he could really, using story to bring that out to something that was so powerful and he leveraged that to, you know, to its maximum capacity and just made a lot of money out of it, okay? So that is really the power of story. And if you do it correctly, many people are going to come and ask you, what do you have to say? What is your opportunity? What is this product? People are going to be intrigued by what you have to say, as long as you're telling your story correctly. Okay? So the story, the moral of the story is that it is really important to get the right story across to your audience, to your prospects. Okay? So what then why is story so important? Like why is everyone so intrigued by stories? And that is because have you realized ever since we were little, we've been told stories. It's like that exciting time that you got, you know, if it's a bedtime and, and your parents or whoever it is will come and be like, oh, tell me, can, can, you, can, I, um, can I get a bedtime story? And you get really excited for that because human brains are being trained to actually get really excited about stories because it brings out emotions. It brings out um, uh, just, just a new piece of something that is going to spark something in your brain. It's, um, it's, really, it's really interesting and I can talk about that further on if you like. So that is why that people are so interested in stories, okay? And it's really, it's a great way to, you know, get really close and personal with your prospects as the people that are around you. Have you ever felt like if you're telling a story, people get really engaged, they can feel your emotions and um, that is a really good time that people would actually start looking at your opportunity. Because if you don't know already, people's buying decision is not just based on logic. It's not about how good the product is. It's not how, um, how good the price is. It's about what, what kind of emotion that brings them, okay? People buy based on emotions. They don't buy based on logic. They justify afterwards by logic, okay? So, it is really important that you understand that because I don't want you to go out there and that is something that I did wrong when I first started was to go out there and just kind of vomit all over your prospects of how good your product is. Start using those jargons in your company and start really um, attacking them with those words. And think about this because confused mind always says no. Okay, people are always going to say no if they don't understand what you're saying because their brain gets fogged and that was it, that you can't really get through to them ever again, okay? So here I am, I'm gonna tell you the, the formula to actually craft a story. And what I want you guys to do is to take this formula and craft your own story. And this is today's task, okay? I'm gonna give you homework, guys. Ever since from now on, I'm gonna start giving you guys homework so that you can actually use those tr 
trainings and put them into practice right the last thing that i want you guys to do is to use this little bit of information and just kind of store it somewhere in your brain and stop using it and there's nothing good about having a piece of information that you can't use okay very important i used to do that a lot i'll purchase thousands and thousands of courses but i wouldn't end up doing anything about it okay so what i really really want you guys to do is to use those information that i pass on to you i share with you and go and craft something of your own okay it is super important because i really want you guys to succeed okay so let me know also that um, i've actually got a template on how to craft this story so if you do want this template um, that's been used by a lot of digital marketers out there, the modern successful digital marketers out there, um, this template of how they actually craft their story to really sell the products or sell their services. Make sure you comment down below and then I will actually send you a, um, a link to the file so that you can use that. And you can also use that with, your, um, with the people around you that you think that they might be beneficial, might be beneficial for them as well. So, so this okay i'm gonna start telling you the formula now so i don't want to like keep you guys on for too long okay so the first thing is identify who you were before either your business opportunity or your product and i'm going to give you an example along the way because i want to tell you about my story okay so you want to identify who you were before before your company before you started your business to now where you are but the first thing is to tell them who you were so I'm gonna tell you about my story so about a year ago I was a two years ago now that I was a graduate engineer that was really excited about the industry I <laughs> okay Karishma I'll send it to you so about a so yeah about a year ago that um, I graduated and I was working full-time at this amazing project management um, company. Um, I've, I went through thousands of applications to actually get to where I was. People was really proud and I was, I was really proud of where I was as well because I had a great job, I had a great degree um, and I was doing really well in my company. But then something happened and that is the second step, okay? So formula two, um, step two, is to find the internal challenges and what makes you want to change the person that you are. So, so first, you know, I was an engineer. I was really happy with my life. You know, I, everything was so hopeful. Everything seemed like, you know, sunshine and butterflies. But what happened was that a year down the track, two years down the track into my engineering degree, a career, sorry, that I realized that the industry that I was in was just full of people that were super ego driven. Um, everything was all about money. It was not about how to serve your client at the best way possible, but it was about how do we squeeze every single dollar out of every single client that we have? How do we work less so we can get more? And the, if, the thing that is even worse for me is that it got to a stage where I realized that people 
were putting a band-aid on their wound because that they are really suffering in the industry because of all that um, eager to promote themselves, the eager to get a better pay rise. And they get to a point where every single week, everyone dies for a few beers and get wasted on a Friday night. And I did that for about a whole year. Imagine that I was working about 56 hours, 50 to 60 hours a week. And that was happening to me every single week. People wouldn't even want to talk to each other until that they've had a few to drink. And in that kind of toxic industry where I was, I didn't, I didn't, I feel like I was losing my passion. I felt like I was losing it to a point where I can't even see a future in what I was doing. I spent years and years learning this, this career, how to actually excel in this career. But now all of a sudden I've lost all my passion just because of the people and because of the, the industry culture that I was in. So what I did was I went out there and I started looking for different things to do. I wanted to go out there and start looking for just any way possible to get a side hustle, to start a side business, to do this and that. And I did that a lot because I was really constantly trying. So I had many, many I dabbled in many, many business ideas. I went out there and I wanted to do different things. At one stage, I even purchased one of those courses for e-commerce to really want to start my business in you know, making products. And I remember that one day, it was Friday night and it was about 11 p.m. So I was sitting there on my kitchen bench, on my laptop, working on this product idea that I don't even know if it's ever gonna work. While my friends and my colleagues are out there just going to bars, having fun, partying, drinking, and there I was. I was sitting there by myself, my kitchen bench, and I was trying to make a product idea to work. And I could never felt any more alone than that moment that I had right there. That I felt like I just, nothing was really working at all. And everything just felt like I was so alone. I, I felt like I was so just by myself, okay? So now is when I start talking to you guys about, you know, what actually happened. So this is the third tip. The third part of the formula is um, the discovery. Okay. So going through so many business ideas after business ideas, I went out there and I was looking to connect with other entrepreneurs who um, aspire to go out and do something more. So during this meetup that I went to, I went to an entrepreneur meetup. And during that meetup, I found someone who had a ton of knowledge, provided a lot of value, and he was doing network marketing. Okay? And that is something that I really never understood was that um, I knew what network marketing was, but I didn't really. All I thought it was, was a pyramid scheme. I was like, 
Like, how is that going to work? You're in pyramid scheme. Like, why are you asking me to look at your business opportunity? But then also the stories that he told me, how he was able to travel around, how he was able to not worry about having a nine to five job or any job at all and work for himself really intrigued me. And that was that moment I was like, you know what? What the heck? This is my last opportunity. I haven't made anything that I wanted to do work. Let me just try this. Okay. And that was that moment I started network marketing. So, you know, once I joined this company, I realized that, you know, along my journey, alongside of this whole um, self-discovery, self-development, um, I've learned a lot and I've learned a lot of modern strategies to really actually to become a professional network marketer, to become this person that would attract people to me and to not actually leverage and have your business built upon a cost of your friends or family. And I was able to have a little team of on myself that I was able to impact and motivate and influence to build something for themselves as well and continue to motivate more and more people in the industry, more and more people who are wanting to grow a business of their own but don't know how. And that was really why that I see and I'm really passionate about network marketing is because you've just got so much um, support, okay? You've got so much support, not just from your team, but from the people in the industry. Because in network marketing, this industry, everyone thrive on the success of the team, right? Collaboration is a huge element in network marketing. And I really love about that because in any many business that you might want to get into, you're not going to have as much support as you're going to have in network marketing. And that is why I chose network marketing. And now I'm a full-time network marketer and I'm super glad and I cannot be grateful enough that I came across this opportunity. And see how that, that transition of being someone who was really happy about their life to having that little pitfall, you know, that that you feel sick in your stomach, and then you discover something that is really cool, um, that has really changed your life. That little journey is the story that would really get people to be attracted to you, that they will resonate with you. Feel that emotion that you can actually deliver to them is super important. Okay, so I want to recap. I know that is it was a lot and like it gets me a little bit um like it gives gives me goosebumps whenever I tell my own story as well because I've never been so vulnerable in in front of a lot of people. I've been always this person who's like, yeah, I'm tough and that's why I did engineering. But then ever since I became a marketer, I had to I had to learn to actually share my feelings with other people, be vulnerable, give value. And that is a super important part to be a network marketer, okay? So the formula to craft a story, let's just do a quick recap and make sure if you want the template, make sure you comment down below um, if you like a template to write your own story. Okay, so number the step one is to state your identity. Who were you before you your opportunity or let's say you're promoting a product? Who were you? Um, the second thing is the internal challenges that make you feel like you need to make a change in your life. Okay. 
Like what made you decide that you need to do something about yourself? And the third thing was that discovery, the, you know, the, um, the struggles of not finding something, the, finding the right thing, but then, you know, that little tumbly section of, you know, like a protagonist in a story where they go through like hurdles and stuff like that. And you wanna, the fourth thing is to give them insights. How did you feel? How did you actually get to a point where it really release, relief your pain? Or let's say that you found a way out. Okay, that's the fourth thing, the insight. The, why did, what was their aha moment basically? Okay, that's the fourth thing. And the fifth thing is the resolution and the determination and the transformation. Okay, so what happened after you had your the aha moment? What happened? Who did you become? Did you become that hero that you always wanted to be? Did you lose all the weight that you wanted to lose? Did the product really help you to a way that you never have imagined? And now your life is just a lot more positive than ever. So you want to bring your customers, bring your prospects through that journey every single time that you are about to pitch something to them. Okay. So does it sound good to you guys? And I hope that you guys are saying yeses. I know that many of you might have to go back and rewatch this, but make sure you watch this again because um, the homework for today, and I know I'm going to give homeworks, but this is super important that whatever you learn in this group, I want you to implement. Okay. So what I want you to do today is to go away and craft a story of your own. Okay. That is related to either your product or your company, whatever it is or even just your opportunity, whatever it is that made you decide what you are doing right now, you wanna write it down and tell it as if it was a story. You can tell it to your, um, could be your children, you know, if you wanna kind of practice, make sure that you practice your story before you go out there and prospect someone, okay? So if you do want me to have a look at your story as well, make sure that you just, just you know, personal message me. I'll always get back to you. Um, I go on Facebook about once or twice a day. So yeah, send me a message if you want me to go over your story and see if it's gonna resonate with your prospects. Um, let me know. Just you know, give me a quick message. Send me your story, and you know what I really love as well. I'll love if you guys film yourself and telling me on how you actually tell your story. And go out there and practice. Practice on different people, your friends or family. You don't have to pitch them any of your um, products or services if you don't want to, okay? And I don't really encourage that either. You shouldn't build your success upon your friends and family, okay? Unless they're interested, and that's another story. So make sure, go out there today, you know, spend about, you know, you probably have to spend about half an hour just to kind of think and reflect on, you know, the decisions you made along the way as well as your, your um, aha moments. But go and just sit down, spend some time with yourself, think of that story, the reasons why that you are in network marketing, the reasons why you are taking that product. And go and craft a story of your own that you can tell, you know, many, many times. Because practice makes perfect. So you continue to go out there and tell your story. And, you know, 10 times along the, you know, after 10 prospects, you really see a dramatic increase in the quality of your story as well as the quality of the reactions that people are going to get from your stories. 
So that is it today. So go and comment down below if you like a template that I um, that's used in a lot of successful digital marketers out there. And I've learned this model by a lot of successful digital mar marketers out there. And I'm really lucky to have that um, little support group of mine. So I'm really excited. So make sure you comment down below if you are interested in having that template. I'll send it to you personally. And um, yeah, go and craft your own story and let me know down below if you get any value from it. Um, let me know if you have any questions. I would always um, answer all of your questions in the tomorrow session. I think tomorrow Michael might be coming on, but Michael, my, uh, the co-founder of Warrior Network, who's my partner, he will talk to you a little bit about the other questions that you might have. So make sure you comment down below and let me know if you get any value out of this session. I know that I was saying that it was going to be about 20 minutes and I, I lied. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, go and crush your day. You know, I'm sure that it's probably time for you guys to have rest and spend some time with your loved ones. And anyway, that is it. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Um, and yeah, go and create your own story that people are going to resonate. So I'll catch you guys next time.